In this new series entitled, We Put the Stud in Bible Study, Dr. Justin Hillhouse teaches on having fun. He pulls this idea from Ecclesiastes 8.15 and showcases five points to help us have fun. Now let's have some fun with Justin Hillhouse. If you have your copy of God's Word, open it up, turn it on. We are in Ecclesiastes chapter 8. Ecclesiastes chapter 8 is where we are. And we're starting a new series uh, that we're going to go through this summer. And it's simply called this, We Put the Stud in Bible Study. You like that? We put the stud in Bible study. And today, I want to talk about something that really I see... Uh, in this church, but I don't see a, a, a lot of it in a lot of other churches. All right. And uh, I, I got to tell you, just kind of uh, over the past couple months, we have been uh, talking about some pretty intense stuff. We've been talking about work. We've been talking about fatherhood. We've been talking about manhood. We've been talking about how to be devout and how to constantly seek after God. And today I'd like to address something that, well, that's just a little bit different. And we kind of all think about it, but we never really just kind of throw it out there and say it. And the issue is, is the issue of having fun in church. We never really talk about having fun in church. And I got to tell you, I don't know about you, but the month of May was not a fun month for me. Okay, y'all with me on this? Um, There are times in our lives where we go through periods that just aren't fun. And it could be at the office. It could be at home. For me, it was personal. It was, it was at the house. I was, there was just some things going on at the house and they weren't bad, but they were stressful. And there comes a point in life where you're going through all this stress and you kind of look up at God and you go, Hey, where's all the fun? Is anybody with me on that? I mean, Hey, I've been working. I've been toiling. I've been pushing and all that seems like I just keep hitting wall after wall after wall. And man, Lord, is, is, this, is this what life is about? And you just get so caught up in the stuff and the things and the stress of everything that you forget. Hey man, God put us on this earth to work. God put us on this earth to, to have a family, to lead a family. God put us here for a reason. But man, at this point in time, I'm, I'm not really having a lot of fun. Y'all ever go through that in your life? Am I the only one that, that looks at my life and goes, man, this is kind of, this is, this is rough and I'm, and I'm not really enjoying it? And it may not be bad. It's just kind of after all the stress, all the strain, all the push, you just kind of go, God, what, what is going on? Um, I love this new sermon series that Bo and our, our, our pastor are going through right now. It's Summer in the Psalms. Uh, I don't know if y'all saw the video of us uh, there in the car, but it was a lot of fun. Uh, a lot of you have watched it over and over again. It's fun because some of y'all walk up and be like, hey, now who is this? Who is it? Y'all see Frazier on that thing? He looked like a pelican, I thought. <clears throat> um, but he, I mean, we just, we had a lot of, of fun, but God is doing something great in our church right now. He's doing something awesome. He's doing something fantastic. And we need to be able to join God in that and have fun doing it. In Ecclesiastes chapter 8, verse 15, Solomon, the wisest man in the world, he says this, 
So I commend the enjoyment of life. I like that. So I commend the enjoyment of life because there is nothing better for a person under the sun than to eat and drink and be glad. Then joy will accompany them in their toil all the days of their life. God has given them under the sun. Does that mean that life is supposed to be fun all the time? Absolutely not, because we all know just in it through experience, life is not always fun. Is life supposed to be one big party uh, uh, while we are here? No, absolutely not. We've learned that there are highs and that there are lows. Solomon even talks about that. He talks about that in Ecclesiastes 3. Hey, there's a time to rejoice and there is a time to cry. There is a time to reap. There is a time to sow. There is a time to be glad. There is a time to be sad. But when we look at God's Word, and we look at what Solomon wrote to us, I think it's good to remind ourselves that Man, no matter what we're going through, we need to be able to step back and to have a little fun. And the place to come and to have the most fun, in my opinion, and what I would suggest would be to come to church. This is the best place to have a good time, amen? Best place to have a good time. I like what the psalmist wrote. He said this in Psalm 1611, you make known to me the path of life. And then look at this. You, talking about God, you fill me with joy in your presence with eternal pleasures at your right hand. Man, when we come to God, He is there to give us joy. He's also there to give us eternal pleasures at His right hand. When you look in Leviticus, you see that God has set up for the children of Israel in Leviticus chapter 23, he even states, hey, listen, here are some times of festivals. Here's some time of fun. And then here's a time where you can rejoice, but yet there is a somber moment. There is some seriousness to it. In Leviticus chapter 23, verse 4, it says this, these are the Lord's appointed festivals and sacred assemblies. You are to proclaim at their appointed times. And when you read there in chapter 23 of Leviticus, you have the Sabbath, which is a day of rest. How many of us like rest in here? And all God's men said, amen, man. I tell you what, that Sunday afternoon nap. Are y'all with me on that? Come on now. All right. The Sabbath. It's a day of rest, guys. Take a nap. All right. But there is a time God has set aside. And he told the Israel, hey, take a nap. Relax. Rest. Then you have Passover. That's kind of serious. But that's also a remembrance of God delivering the children of Israel. Then you have the festival of unleavened bread. You have the offering of first fruits. Then you have, get this, the festival of weeks. Then the festival of trump trumpets. Those are all kind of party times. Those are times to kick back and relax and enjoy life. And then there's the Day of Atonement. Very serious and somber time. But then there is the festival of tabernacles. God set aside time and said, hey, listen, there's time for you to sit back and to enjoy and to have some fun. Uh, when you look at Jesus, where was Jesus? He was always hanging out with who? Who was Jesus always hanging out with? 
sinners. Jesus was hanging out with guys like me and guys like you. Amen? Isn't that great? I mean, Pastor talked about Zacchaeus a couple weeks ago. And what do we see? Jesus in Luke 19, 5-7, when Jesus reached the spot, He looked up and He said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must go at your house today. So he came down at once and went with him, what does it say? Gladly. All the people saw this and began to murmur, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. Man, where was Jesus at? He was always in the middle of a crowd, hanging out with people. Where did Jesus start his ministry? He started it at a wedding party. He started it at a wedding party. If you look in John chapter 2, verses 1-4, through four, on the third day, a wedding took place in Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there, and Jesus and His disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to Him, they have no more wine. And then Jesus said this, Woman, why do you involve Me? Jesus replied, My hour has not yet come. What is Jesus saying there? Hey, I'm enjoying the party and now you want me to go work? I mean, think about it. I mean, that's what he's saying. Hey, wait a minute. I'm here having a good time. I'm enjoying life. And now you want me to go to work? But Jesus' ministry starts at a party. And so when we look at Scripture, when we look at life, when we look at the church, I believe the church is here for us to have, to have fun. I mean, we're here to learn. We're here to grow in our faith, but we're here to have fun doing it together. So let me give you five things, five thoughts to have fun at church. You ready? Five thoughts to having fun at church. Thought number one is be the fun. Be the fun. All right? Pretty easy in Ecclesiastes uh, chapter 2, verses 22 through 25. It says this, What do people get for all their toil and anxious striving which they labor under the sun? All their days their work is grief and pain. How many guys can say amen? <laughs> all the days of work is grief and pain. Even at night their minds do not rest. I'll tell you what, is that... Does that kind of describe you a little bit sometimes? You go to bed thinking about what's going on at the office? What's going on at home? And then what does he say? He says, this too is meaningless. A person can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. This too, I see, is from the hand of God. For without Him, who can eat and find enjoyment? Boy, I really like that. He asks the question, without God, how in the world can we find enjoyment in this life? Life is too short not to have a little fun. Amen? It is too short to not have a little fun. And sometimes it can be hard. I mean, look there in verse 23. All the days of their work is grief and pain. Uh there was a husband that heard his wife yelling in a room, so he ran into the room 
And he saw his wife standing there yelling at the TV, don't go in there, don't go into church, don't go into the church. And then he looked at the TV and he realized it was his wedding video. <laughs> Man, guys, life can be hard. It can be a struggle. But God created this beautiful world for us to work in it, but He also created this world for us to enjoy it. And so look for times everywhere in your life, and especially in church, where you can walk in and say, hey, I, I'm going to have some fun. I hope this morning you woke up and you said, you know what, I'm going to go to men's Bible study. I don't like the fact that it's at 6 a.m., but I'm going to love the fact that I get to hang out with a bunch of dudes and just simply be myself. That's the fun in it. That I come here and that I open up God's Word and I get to hang out. Number two, find a place to serve. Find a place to serve in the church. If you look there in Matthew chapter 25, verse 21, what is Jesus? Jesus is giving um, uh, an example of serving. And this is what he says at the very end. He says, um, and his master replied, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things, but now I will put you in charge of many things. Come and share in your master's happiness. Some of the best times in church and the most fun you will ever have in church is when you are serving alongside somebody else. And there are some of you here in this room that can testify to that. If you show up to church and you say, you know what, I'm not having any fun, let me tell you what, you want to find some fun? Start getting involved, start serving. Every Sunday morning we have uh, some people up here at the Connect Wall and the most loudest and funnest time is right here at the Connect Wall because we always have a gaggle of people. How many people are in a gaggle? Seven? There is a gaggle of seven people here. I don't know how many. You just made that up, liar. Anyway, there's a gaggle of people up here and you know what they're doing? They're just hanging out. And they're having a good time and they're fellowshipping. And they're smiling and they're laughing. And they're late to everything. You know why? Because they're standing around here just talking and yibby-yabbing and having a good time. And they're doing it under the umbrella of Jesus Christ. For some of you here, you come to church and it is so boring and it is drab and it is something to check off your list. I want to encourage you, get involved and find some place to serve. If you want to let your hair down, get involved in Super Dave's ministry, all right? I mean, they're like really allowed to have fun in there. Right, Dave? And they have snacks. They have butter cookies every week. It's the best. Right? If you don't like kids, it doesn't matter. They got butter cookies. Just eat a whole bunch of butter cookies. So much fun. The youth, I'm telling you, and this kind of leads me to the, sec, uh, <clears throat> to the third is, hey, listen, if serving, if you can't find a place to serve, get involved in a life group. Get involved in a life group. You begin to start seeing a theme. What is that theme? That theme is, hey, in order for you to have fun in church, you need to be able to get involved and be around other people. Be around other Christians. Find a place to serve. Get connected with people in the life group. What does Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25 say? Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. 
and all the more as you see the day approaching. Church is about not only growing in our faith, but also ironing, sharpening iron. Getting together, encouraging one another, hanging out, laughing, having a good time. Church is also a time to be social, to hang out with one another, and to enjoy one another's company. Get connected. Be the fun, number one. Number two, man, find a place to serve. Number three, get connected into a life group. Here's number four. Ready? Ask for forgiveness and move forward. Ask for forgiveness and move forward. 1 John 1.9 says this, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. I don't want to beat around the bush on this, so I'm just going to simply say it. We don't enjoy coming to church sometimes because we're convicted of our own sin and we just don't like it. How many of you are with me on that? Huh? John Mark will say something from the pulpit and we'll go, ooh, I don't like that. I don't want to come back. Ooh, I don't... Maybe you did something this week and you're like, man, I know I did wrong. I really don't want to hang out with a bunch of Christians. And we allow sin to creep into our lives and to put distance between us and other believers. Let me tell you what. God just simply wants you to repent. And guess what? We as Christians, it's our responsibility to forgive you and to just simply love you. And say, hey, listen, we know that you screwed up. It's okay. Guess what? I screw up all the time. Hang out with me, all right? And you'll find out in five minutes, I am definitely not perfect. And I will mess up. No one is perfect. Look to the person next to you and say, you ain't got it together. Just go ahead and tell them that. You ain't got it together. You ain't got it together. Except when it comes to car keys. Nobody's got it together. I don't have it together. That's right. And I still come here. Yeah, we know. I know. And so should you. Because you know what? I know when I show up, no matter what I've done, you guys, no matter what you say in public, y'all still love me. But guess what? I still love you. And so does our pastor. And so does Frazier. And so does our staff. You are loved here. And you can always come here no matter what is going on in your life. No matter how bad you've screwed up. You are welcomed here. And we're not here to judge you. We're simply here to love you and to point you in the right direction, to point you to the cross, to point you to Jesus. And so we want to encourage you. Hey, listen, if you've messed up, it's okay. Confess your sin to God and show up and know that you will be loved and cared for and encouraged while you're here. And that's what church is for. Church is not for the righteous. Church is for the unrighteous. It's for a bunch of screw-ups like us. Amen? That's what it's for. Number five. When you go to church, go to church for the purpose of seeking God. You want to put a lot of fun in your life when you show up at church? Hey, 
Go to church not seeking to gossip, not seeking to talk bad about other people, not looking for something to condemn somebody else for, but rather go to church simply to say, hey, listen, I'm here to seek God. I'm here to pursue Jesus Christ. Ezekiel 36, 26. I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. Boy, I love that. Church is not fun when you have a hard heart. It's not fun. Church and people here at church are not fun when I and you walk in with a hard heart, with a critical heart, with a pessimistic heart, with a miserable heart. So perhaps maybe you need to change your attitude instead of saying, I'm going to church to hang out with these people. Rather, I'm going to church to hang out with God. And I'm there to seek His face, to learn something about Him that will apply to my life so that I can grow in my faith and then everything else is going to start falling into place. Uh, Frazier has some discussion questions that he's going to pass out. Frazier, go ahead. Let's start doing that. Guys, I just want you to spend a few minutes talking about uh, some of these questions. There's a question in there, guys, that... If you want to tell us the answer to, we would love to hear it. I think one of the questions is, is what do you want to see fun happen at church? What do you want to see fun happen at church? Guys, we're taking suggestions. Because I believe this church is a church that loves men, that loves families, and we want to see people come to Christ, and we want to see them having fun doing it. Amen? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. For more information about Cottonwood Creek Church, visit cottonwoodcreek.org. And we hope you come back to listen to future episodes of Men's Bible Study.